Yeah. Yeah. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast. It is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest know you tuned in yeah we know you tuned in nothing but a g thing all we missing is juice and gin tying up the loose ends we ain't ask for your two cents special guests every single day and still no new friends calm down youngin i know you see that we running i promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming andre i ain't talking 3000 i'm talking drumming off the glass when i dunk it it's geese just say you love it this that ignorant it's true life Mr. Howard, Mike Check. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing this evening? You 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 enjoying it? Oh man, it's sort of sort of kind. It's a, it's a little uh, <laughs> rainy days over here in Detroit, man. It's a rainy days. Okay. You know, uh, spring creeping in. Weather is clearing up. As long as it ain't no snow or extra cold, I'm good. You feel me? So can't complain, man. Weather breaking through, man. Summer almost here. You feel me? And, and, and just got to. That was my fault, sir. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, walked out the house. So I uh, walked in the car so I can get some quiet uh, quiet space. And I walked away from the Wi-Fi. So. Okay. You all good now? Nah, I, yeah, I'm straight. I'm 100% straight now. All right, bro. That's what's good, man. Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. You know, uh. How you how you feeling today, man? Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man. Run down a couple of your credentials, and we can go from there. All right. Um, my name is Reginald A. Howard. I'm a mental health advocate, especially for my people, my black brothers and sisters, especially black men. Just offering a different viewpoint and understanding of like who people are and what they do. So, um, by doing that, I'm a mental health advocate who speaks to children, speak to high school kids, speak to college kids at university and stuff like that. Um, podcaster, I brought, like yourself, I bring people on and just um, the tagline for my podcast is sharing therapeutic stories. And um, like, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, none of that. Um, I just know, like, how me and you talking right now, sometimes just having a, conversa- a conversation is therapeutic enough. So, I bring people on my podcast to talk about stories that they go through with some, and hopes that they can help somebody else by sharing their story. Um, so speaking, podcasting, and I just um, launched a uh, launch. I released my uh, book, Suffering to Success, uh, a paradigm shift. Okay. 
um, for, for a, a paradigm shift of struggle so that you can achieve happiness. And basically, it's about how everybody wants to be successful, but nobody wants to go through the pain to get there. It's like going to the gym. You want that body, but you don't want to put in that work to go to the gym. Or even the best way that people understand it is, even when you want a, a nice, good home-cooked meal, you can't put it in the microwave. You got to wait for the oven to heat up. You got to prepare. You got to do all this work necessary. And it's hard. Sometimes it's going to be painful. You're going to burn yourself, everything. But at the end of the day, if you know you want that result, the pain that you have to go through should be rewarding enough to that should be rewarding if once you accept that you know like all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna have a banging body at the end. i'm gonna have a banging meal at the end and finally i just released my book um on my book i just released my coaching um and getting clients to helping people get clear clarity in their lives and basically just understanding like sometimes you just got a bunch of things in your head and it's like I just need some mental clarity. I don't want to go to the therapist. I need a coach, somebody to just help me run through my thoughts and and just sort them out. So I just launched that recently. Um, and right now, and I don't know if you you know this through like my social media, I'm actually um, coming off of an accident that I had in December. Um, so I'm, I'm actually happy to be on your platform right now. I got a chance to um, go through some of your content. You guys are doing amazing work and I love the, the, the title, man. That that just describes me <laughs> to a T. Like sometimes you yeah. just want to be ignorant, but you know, but sometimes you're just ignorant. <laughs> but um, I just thank you for having me on your platform, man. And um, hopefully I can offer something to your uh, your listeners and give them some insight more about me, what I do, and, and they can uh, walk away with something after this uh, conversation. Yeah, well, first and foremost, man, for me, it's really about uh, having, having the dialogue with people. I think some people... Uh, the way the internet is now, everything seems oversaturated as far as being motivational or inspiring or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, we also know that in life, uh, you feel like that's your lane or, or that's your passion or your gift. There's no need for you to feel inferior or insecure about putting out the dialogue or having a conversation. You know right. I mean, it's about understanding uh, who you are and what your purpose is. You know that's saying? true, and not not be, and not being afraid to voice it, because that's sometimes true. all of our lives we we've, we've been taught to stray away from our gifts or stray away from or shy away from what's intriguing to us, and then when we get older, sometimes we get indecisive even more. Like, hey man, mm-hmm. this has been put to the back burner since I was a child, and no decision that I want or I want to make, excuse me, is really valuable, really valued. So. I'm just going to what seems hot or what seems like can work versus right. what you're, you know, what's really in your heart and what's really, you know, you can put forward to know, really mean something, a purpose, you know what I mean? And, now that's and, true. And I talk to people, especially with like my, my clients and stuff that I'm working on now, it's all about legacy, man. Like what, what, when you die, what you, what will you be remembered for? Do you want to be remembered working at McDonald's for the rest of your life? Mind you, I got family and friends that worked at, I worked at McDonald's twice. But I didn't want to remain there. So all the people that want to, you could be the best fried guy you want to. You want to, but the people that don't want to be there are in these nine to five jobs that they hate. Dude, you or or lady, you are going to be at that place for the rest of your life. Don't live the same year over thinking it's life. Like it's more things that's inside of you. And once you die, yeah. you die. Nobody knows that. Uh, what the outcome do we come back nobody knows so why not do the things you want to do along the way as opposed to just being forced to do certain things some people are comfortable some people are comfortable in cycles right right comfortable with 
um, the repetition or the same things, like I said before, with what at what point in a person's life, since we want to speak on uh, mental advocacy and just having mental effects on people, period, through their traumas and trials in life, mm-hmm. at what point did a person feel like they were stripped of their creativity, you know, or uh, stripped of their innocence or integrity? You know, you got to go back to this in life with some people because it'll add up to their behaviors currently. Like, why right. Why your self esteem so low? Why you always give up? Why you just that in the third? Then when you have the th- dialogue. That's when it's like, wow, I get it. Mm-hmm. You were shut you your your emotions and feelings didn't matter as a child from your parents or your grandparents. Or, mm-hmm. You know, then when you went to school, you know, you might have got teased even more for being artistic or being creative or being in drama or theater. Things stem. These things stem back with people. We gotta have comfortable, uncomfortable conversations about where we stand or uh, the past that that uh, presents us um, as far as who we are today. You know. And that's so true, man. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to do, as far as myself was, I'm, I'm a father too. So I wanted to show black men take care of their kids. I wanted to show uh, being in a committed relationship. We know how to be in a committed relationship, and just being able to reframe the, the 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 dialogue behind certain men and mind you i don't do it in a way to condemn my brothers because i see a lot of people that's how they make their money and how they make their fame they make their fame off of downing men and it's like dude going back to what you're saying it's like yo we it came to a point where something in our life happened that changed the trajectory of our lives and everything that we're doing now is is a cause root from something but if you're only looking at the person off of what you see now you would never know them for who they really are because you're only judging them off of what they see now i know bad dude i know good dudes that made bad decisions just because they made bad decisions don't make them a bad dude they just was on a trajectory that just kept being bad 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 but that yeah, don't make then you gotta bad. look at the influence of your 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 circle and then look at mm-hmm. the environments a lot of cats is raised in a lot of people are in environments you know you come from the hood or the in the city mm-hmm. You you really just reacting or behaving off of what you've been around your whole life, mm-hmm. you feel me, or your whole adolescence. So, versus a kid who grew up in mid suburbia or, or a suburban lifestyle, you're you're not as prone to certain things. So you're you're going to only behave about you know what's around you, who's around you. The, and and that's one of the things I talk to when I talk to these when I go to the, the middle schools and high schools especially is like yo I tell them and my message has always been don't let your environment eat you because it, you'll look around you see drug dealers you see you, you you see all of these things that that'll make you think this you start to succumb to it like all right I gotta be this because of the environment I am in and actually with the car accident that I was just in. I was already thinking about me saying, don't let your environment eat you. I was on a path of doing a lot of good things, but because I was still going around to a certain environment, it it, it, it eat me up. Whereas if I was maybe in like a certain environment, I wouldn't have had that type of thing to happen to me. But, and I don't blame it on the environment because we have to, the people who like me and yourself that know that, we know better. So we have to do better to help the others realize it. In yeah, whatever that take way time, we can. That take time and a certain guidance. It do. To let a person know that whatever is around you, don't let it control you. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't have people to guide them or tell them, 
hey man it's other options it's, it's other ways mm-hmm. there are other influences you should be following right and it's not here you know what i'm saying so a lot of people are only influenced to behave off the people who taught them that that's that may be acceptable that may be okay Right, and I and I'm pretty sure, like like myself, when when you started saying, "Yo, I'm a, I'm gonna start a podcast," a lot of people around you didn't even know what a podcast was. They even tell them about it. It's like, Yo, "What is a podcast?" And you trying to explain it to them, and it's like that's how you know you on a different way of thinking, and you know you on a different, not even on a higher level, just different, doing something different than the norm that's around you. So it's like I don't condemn y'all for doing what y'all doing. So I don't condemn me, and I, I, I'll like you said, it take time, and I'll explain it later to you. Because those who can't understand, you just you can't force nobody to understand anything. Yeah, and it's not necessarily uh, wanting to do something different to add on to that. It's also you know um, bringing awareness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, if, if you don't know about this thing, let me turn you on to it. Let mm-hmm. me show you how to do it. Once I get comfortable and I find the groove and I find the niche. And I see how it works and, and things like that. I'm gonna bring the information back. Right. I think that's a problem a lot of our people in our community have. We get to these levels, mm-hmm. but we don't bring the knowledge back. You know, we don't bring the resources back in the community in order for us to thrive. We're already great. We're already geniuses, man. We're already smart. The whole world imitates us and our mm-hmm. culture. So, what makes you think that if you just keep leaving, you know, and being successful and not bringing the gems back, not bringing the knowledge or tools or the connections back to your community you, you're not gonna see too many of us thrive so it'll be nope. the same excuse of you know what do we need to do to stick together in unity and, and shit like that but it's like in reality man you need to bring back what you know or bring back mm-hmm. you know those people who can bring us and elevate us and and do it don't just talk or just throw some petty dollars or a charity case at us actually help us and bring some tangible to the table you know, nah, that, and that's for real yeah That'll alleviate a lot of mental stress and mental anxiety. And that's what I'm it, getting to. Yeah, it's 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 all education. Like education is at the core of a lot of problems, especially in our community where it's like right. we we stress because we don't have enough money. We don't know how to make more money. We we uh, we depressed because we got bills hanging over our head. Like it's so much stuff related to the lack of knowledge and as and if we can do whatever we can to empower those people with knowledge man like you said one one of the things where i'm knocking so many things off my list is because i want to show people that y'all know me y'all know i'm regular i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna speak i'm a coach i'm gonna keep doing it and y'all gonna be like oh i can do it too now it's not so impossible and and, and make it malleable and make them make it people way uh, to a way where the person who looking at me i'm not going to you know you ever talk to someone and you feel like they're like over they, they like talking over your head like you don't know what the heck they talking about it's like no i'm gonna make it simple to show you you could do it too and we're not okay. going overcharge because you, you know that's the other thing once we get a little bit of knowledge sometimes we try to overcharge our people because we can't they don't know how to they don't know because yeah, they're and it's like, to knowledge <laughs> right and it's like that's not fair that's not fair and, and you're doing a bad misrepresentation when you do that too and it it hurts my to my soul because once you get back and i know you're saying it yourself it's just so scary to know how people are are manipulating the people yeah and, and, yeah and it's not cool at all man so i don't know at the core if you look at my logo of, of me and who my brand is and what i try to do it's always in the in the 
in the service business. It's always how what can I do to help you? Even after we get off the podcast, Reg will still be in contact with you. Like, listen, bro, whatever I can do to help you, whatever I can do to push you for, whatever, I'm always gonna be that guy because you need more brothers, more sisters. I, I honestly think some of the girls got it more. If you ever go to some of these events, the girls got it. But you need more brothers supporting brothers, like and pushing each other to, you know, put get to that greatness spot. It don't yeah. it shouldn't only stop in, in the athletic room, man. We could push each other to get these businesses popping too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only that, it adds, man, it adds value. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People oftentimes people think what they're doing doesn't add value. That just lets me know you're not putting in the effort to find out or reach out to people you can add value to. Sometimes the, the connection or the relationship doesn't come to you. Right. You know, as, as spiritual as I am, and as much as I believe in, in manifesting the goods coming to my life, ultimately you got to work mm-hmm. uh, to add value to yourself so that when you do reach out to people, when you do want to make a connection, it's not one sided. You can offer something to somebody. And I think when it comes to the, to the mental health dynamic, if people were taught not to always be selfish and to help someone, right and not just work in it don't just work the service business don't just work the service industry actually be uh, uh mold yourself to be a person of service right you know you, you everybody right. can't like you just alluded to everyone can't entertain everyone can't uh nah. do the business you do but it's something that you do right it's coming back to accepting who you are as a person and accepting your role in this life it's something that you can do that can add value to somebody else. You just have to go out and connect to it. You got to find something it because we all got it. You put the work in. We we all got it inside of us. And that and that <laughs> um, you hit right the, the nail right on the head because one of my greatest gifts was that people would talk to me and I would sit for hours and try to like help people figure out like what's going on in your life because people will always be depressed and I, oh, I'm i a person that likes to talk about everything that I'm going through so that way I, I like I, I talk it out but I know a lot of people it would be people coming to me that's in relationships where I'm cool with the dude and their girl coming to me and I'm like mediating between them I'm like yo if I can talk to both of y'all 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 can talk to each other but it'd be so much stuff that we try to keep inside that causes us like mess yeah, that's, and it's like that's you gotta get it out the, uh, that's part of being selfish like i just alluded to earlier right you know a lot of times especially in the, in the black community it was never acceptable to express your feelings or express how you feel right you know it was never comfortable or really acceptable to uh get get how you fell off without hiding it or without lying or, or without and sometimes that's subconscious right right sometimes we only go to that one parent we go to mom or we got that kind of emotional relationship with dad and sometimes when we get into these relationships right we we're we might go to a different person outside of the relationship thus messing up the communication dynamic mm-hmm. why because as kids sometimes you're thinking oh i can only go to my mom so mm-hmm. she only go to her home girl <laughs> you know she right. her aunt, or gotta go to her her mom do so whatever you feel right we do sometimes the emotional connect be with the mom or sometimes it be with the father. So sometimes that's where right. he got his homeboy or he got to go to somebody outside of who he's supposed to deal with because it stems from something earlier in his life or her life where she couldn't right. go to the person directly. She couldn't face her inner emotions directly with that with the person she needed to do it with. 
So right. that, that creates a divide subconsciously and ultimately consciously in your relationships. You feel me? So you're not understanding why this person keeps going outside of you to express how they feel or do what they do when you never got to really know why they do what they do in the first place. Yeah, and and it, and I know for yourself, you had to come to that understanding by something that you was going through in your life. And oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was the same thing with my father. I didn't know a lot of my anger issues developed from the fact that my father wasn't present. And mind you, it's my um my father been in and out of my life since I was 20, 21 years old, and then I, right now I'm twenty seven, going on twenty eight, and. I was able to build a a relationship with him prior to dying and not never knowing why that I was angry so much. And once I got on the phone with him, I I just remember just screaming at him, telling him, you never brought my bike back. And I'm like, where did that come from? And it was from a childhood instance of what happened, whereas I wanted something and I didn't get it. It, it come back so deep and it's like I'm still hurting from something at like 10 years old and I'm 21 what and I think a lot of people never go back and do that like you said that history check of why this person acts the way they act what's going on in their mind what what is the the triggers what are the the things that make them who they are and right is is it takes a lot of work it, it 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 does take a lot of work and a lot of self-awareness and self-reflection to understand just and being with yourself a lot of people don't want to even be by themselves to understand themselves yeah people, <laughs> like they don't want to take that time that's a cliche but it's so true like people don't take the time to heal themselves you know and mm-hmm. you wonder why uh sometimes we deal with you know dysfunction in our relationships or dysfunctions in who we are personally like i always say you know a lot of this stuff is a is a personal thing you know it just so happens that we interact with people on a daily basis either at work or you know intimate relationships etc you know um people have to be selfish in healing themselves just like how you selfish with time you selfish with with everything else outside of you but you never took the time to be selfish to heal you in order to mm-hmm. stop hurting other people that's very important when it comes to mental health as well because you're you're getting you're getting all of those conflicts out of your mind out of your spirit you know and we all know that when it comes to uh anything mental it starts with your spirit first you know mm-hmm. what your spirit telling you what your spirit felt like you know what i mean so when you look in the mirror finally <laughs> right and you reflect right finally, you come right. to a grip be honest with yourself and say oh man man i was tripping man i was mm-hmm. you know what i mean i was doing the most or i never forgave or i never tapped in and mm-hmm. everything i tried to block out because we both know me and you both know uh certain traumas or certain things that happen to you you somehow some way you've taught yourself to block it out and yep. you meet a person or a circumstance happens and it triggers you know those past traumas in our lives and that's that's what every every stage in life every year in life you should be reflecting on not only your past year but years before that you feel me Dig, right. digging in you learning you right so right when people ask you about you or, or want to love you or care about you you know how you need to be cared for you know how you need to be loved you know how you need to be talked to you know how they need to be talked at you, you feel me mm-hmm. you're teaching yourself 
right? So when it's time to teach others how to how to you know interact with you, it's healthy. It's not dysfunctional. It's not angry based. It's not domestic. Nobody's cheating. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of lessers those kind of uh, those mishaps in, in relationships, even with yourself. When you work on yourself and you know who you are. Dude, the best thing I could have did was that part right there, which you just said. I fixed all my relationships. My my mother-to-son relationship, my daddy-to-son relationship, my sister, brother-to-sister relationship, my relationship with my, my fiancé, my relationship right. with my kids. By just dealing with myself and thinking, instead of thinking everybody else was the problem and thinking what my problem was, dude, the biggest thing that happened to my relationship was I stopped blaming her and was like, well, what are you doing? And start working on me. And once I started working on me, she fixed herself or she, I don't even think she fixed herself. I can't even say because I'm so focused on making sure my flaws are are, are, are not perfect, but I'm fixing and daily working on my flaws. I don't even have time to condemn or, or, or pay attention to any flaws that she has because you're not perfect. Like, of course, I'm not saying be with a person that is all y'all, y'all just not compatible. But we were good enough where I was trying to make her into the person that I wanted her to be. Whereas accepting, mm-hmm. accepting her who she was and focusing back on who I wanted to be, it fixed everything. Right. It fixed everything. I didn't have time. And like you said, we got a bunch of mental junk, uh, junk up, up, upstairs and traumas and stuff that we dealing with. And it's like, so you're about to project the stuff that you're dealing with on her because you don't want to deal with the stuff that you already got going on. Right. And it's, <laughs> and it's not healthy, right? It's not. <laughs> Stem from a place where you 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 finally taught yourself how to be accountable, how to mm-hmm. be selfish in a healthy way. And we all got to go through that. Sometimes, man, God got to test us with relationships. Mm-hmm. God got to test us with family, right? So we know ourselves more. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You don't, you don't get gems and, and knowledge. You don't get life wisdom by just seeing other people do it you got to go through this shit yep you feel me and it's ugly it's hard it's painful it's it's dark you know what i'm saying and sometimes a lot of us never find our light that's deep down within us and so we keep trying to escape and hurt people outside of us and abuse people emotionally you know and, and blame and play the blame game and point fingers when and when in actuality you never dealt with the base cause of why you're not happy why you're not certain why are you not responsible for the way you react and the, and the way you in your choices? That's not your daddy's fault. That ain't your mama's fault. That ain't your auntie. That ain't what happened in 03. No, you got to be responsible for how you react with people, how you react with life. And it comes to a point where you got to stop blaming your past and start saying, all right, I got, like you said, holding yourself accountable. And, because some people live in their excuses where they, they've been yeah. so used to using that excuse that that excuse became it. Yeah, they, they love them. They, yeah, they enable. Yeah, they enable it's like, I need to feed the excuse because if I don't feed it, then I don't have no excuse anymore and that's not, they don't want to deal with it. And it's like, no, nah, I run, I love, I love, I, let me tell you something, I love trying to figure out what flaws I got. I love, like people run from criticism uh, and of course not everybody's criticism is need to be taken in, but I love even considering yeah. criticism on myself i love it it gives you a chance to sharpen your iron like all right this were one of my flaws all right let me work on this like and i i people run from it because they run it they try to run from themselves especially if you 
if you stand on something and you know you truly that's not truly who you are or or it's truly how you feel then you good but if it's something that hits you hard and it's like oh i need to fix that that's how you know what you should be working on yeah <laughs> that's exactly how you know what you should be working on yeah that was i had that in um a recent episode of mine uh revelation of values you know just talking about uh being in control of your space and your mm-hmm. energy and, and, your, and being in control of your peace of mind and how you know not to make yourself so available to people you know how, how to make yourself not so uh dependent on a person because it's, it feels an emotional void we got to be honest and i talked about that in my last show we have to be so raw and honest with ourselves that we don't blame anybody when a situation goes how it goes you just got to look at it in, the, in its totality and say you know what i probably wasn't supposed to be doing that anyway i probably wasn't supposed to be you know where at that time or that place anyway i probably wasn't supposed to go back to that environment that boy that girl that job you know i was supposed to leave it there for a reason you know and, and, and I, I sometimes, even yeah. one better it's even when it's not your fault even when it's not your fault because you're yes, still yeah. looking for what you could have done differently or how you could have yeah. been better yeah like it, it, it's just that simple like like i just told you i ran I, I had a car accident where the dude ran the red light i had the green light he ran the red light and he t-boned me i'm coming off of a, a broken leg a broken hand um a bruised ribs all of that stuff i, right. I um and i looked at it as do I gotta do? Do I am I about to sit up here and be mad? Why did this happen to me? Who who who? who, who what was he doing? Why was he paying attention? <laughs> or can damage I t- already done. It's done. You cannot do nothing about that. What you can do is, yo, I shouldn't have been out at that time. Which I wasn't doing nothing bad. I just was out twelve thirty at night. Why were you out twelve thirty at night? I was working. Maybe you shouldn't work at that time anymore. So that way you don't. It's less of a likability that something that could happen like that. It's so many reasons that in ways I looked at it for me to become better. I'm looking at it now. It's like now I got a mental story to show people like you can come out of your traumas. I was in the hospital bed, depending on my fiance. She's washing me up, depending on nurses, all of that stuff. And But you can use that as a time where you don't have to feel sorry for yourself because you can fix yourself and come back on uh, the back end of it. That's why I named my book Suffering Into Success, A Struggle to Achieve Happiness. Like, you have to struggle, like, to get your own happiness, your version of it. And most of us, like you said at the beginning, we're just on that that will, that hamster will of this is how my life is. This is how it's going to be. It's like, yo, you can change your life at any moment. You could wake up. You could wake up tomorrow and decide that you're going to have a whole different life. But you have to make that decision and not just just dwell on your what you have right in front of you or what's in your mind yeah, today. It's, it's a it's a mental thing. It's definitely a mental thing. And speaking of mental, you know, uh, with you coming up as an adolescent and, and as a young man until you are today, have you had any? Uh, serious mental health issues or wanting to do anything to you or to anybody else you know can you talk about your journey and experience with your mental uh your mental health and what you what it took for you to overcome to be positive and be productive man everything you just said i had all of the above um it wasn't until and i know a lot of men struggle with that um i had my first son in 2012 yeah i had him in 2012 but when i first found out um that my fiance was pregnant and she was my girlfriend at the time um i was no job no no car no no money basically living with my mom 
um, just going through all of the stuff that it's like I'm supposed to protect and provide and I don't even have a job or anything to do any of that stuff so I went to a deep deep depression where I'm like well what the hell do I need to be here for like I I, I can't take care of no kid like what, what do I need to what value do I bring so I found myself on a bridge um, in Philadelphia and I was just sitting there ready to just jump and just say like forget it all I text my friends family like take care of my son I don't want to be here anymore and um I just was ready to jump the only thing that stopped me was one of my friends that I text he came around he pulled me off of the bridge um and we he just got me in the house and I went I went to sleep but even still everybody just thought I was going through it like just like oh he'll get over you know how we do in the black community nobody uh yeah they just like very very (laughs) passive yeah so even still that night um that day i woke up i still wasn't feeling myself i i just wanted the pain to stop and that's one thing that i say about suicide nobody wants to commit suicide and from my understanding from the people that i talk to everybody just wants the pain to stop whatever mentally they're going through depression stress all anxiety all of that stuff they just want the pain to stop and they feel like the only way that they have to make the pain to stop is to commit suicide and and it's not true so i wind up taking pills just to try to make myself go to sleep i don't know i was just trying to numb myself i don't even remember what time what type of pills i took but i just took a bunch of pills and people knowing my uh that how i what i was going through my god mom had called me and was like um what's like i wasn't answering my phone so she called me called me and then she came by the house and, and wound up in her sleep and she woke me up and she just took me to her house so i would say the first that was one of my first struggles of going through all of that stuff where um first times where i know i knew that i needed to reevaluate some of the stuff that i was going through because i i'm taking pills wanting to commit suicide i'm like who who is this guy that's not me like i'm usually happy go lucky cheerful but i just got so dark into depression and stuff like that that it just brought me into that place and I didn't know how to get out and luckily it was people. So I started doing my research, reading on anger management, reading on stuff about how to be happier. What can you do to make your your mental state in a positive um, motion at all times? And that's how I came across things like meditation, um, yoga, uh, working out was a big one. Working out, um, eating right. I just learned different techniques over time. And what I wish would have happened was I, w- I should have went to therapy at first because I didn't have the tools necessary to um, treat myself. Now you have, it's just like fixing your car. You can fix your car and you can do little stuff, but let your transmission blow. You ain't gonna sit up there and try to figure it out. You need to go to somebody who's trained and into that profession. But a lot of the times it's things we can do to prevent our transmission from blowing, but we don't take the necessary time to learn those techniques and learn because you can self-help and fix those things, but um, you need to learn it before you even do it. So that was a bit of my my struggles and stuff. And mind you, at that time, I didn't know what none of those words, those didn't apply to me in the black community. I'm pretty sure we heard of depressed excuse me we heard of bipolar we heard of all of those things but we never thought they uh, applied it was always in a joking manner it wasn't until i was watching an interview where so it was a black guy he was real strong he looked like a regular guy and he was just naming some of these things depression anxiety suicide all of that stuff and i'm like damn i went through all of that stuff that he's saying like i experienced everything and i'm like 
that's it, Reg. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I knew I wanted to speak. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to write a book. And I'm like, Reg, that's your your take is mental health, like, and not in a therapy, therapy, psychologist, psychiatrist type of way. You're gonna break. You're gonna be in that simple version of like everyday conversations that just regular regular family members don't have about stuff that happened, like you just said when you were little. Man, you know, and number two, not only when you're little, but sometimes the trials and tribulations that we go through, we put a halt on that and we try to bury that too, you know, mm-hmm. in order to, you, that's why people have the vices they do. Mm-hmm. That's why people drink or smoke or it's the sex because you don't want to deal with where that emotional trigger is coming from to make you do what you do or be as impulsive with it. You know, you got to deal with that. Yep. You know I mean, nobody goes to bed uh, with a lot of their mind. You either sleep deprived or you, you know, you try to do things to be, like you said, sleep for hours and hours. You don't want to deal with the reality mm-hmm. of your emotions. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the biggest things us as a people uh, need to need to wake up and do, you know, deal with the reality of your situations in your life and with the people around you who you care for you know do it with them you know that's where it started that's where it starts mm-hmm. right because you, you know it didn't start with your fiance it didn't start with your girl this internal problem with your anger or uh the disappointment you feel or you know the emotional traumas it stems from where you came from mm-hmm. so deal with where you came from right then once you get healing from that we all got to go through life so if you're going through something in the middle of that deal with the middle because by the time you get to that point you you've built an emotional um uh, emotional regimen you know how to handle yourself you know what to do you know how to get treated you you know the steps you need to take because you've been through that already you know so we just got to keep applying uh you know keep applying the, the knowledge that we've gained from our past experiences and just keep applying it in different ways and and tune that up and deal with the emotions we go through on a daily basis uh, present. And then, and you hit the nail right on the head. I, people was looking at me like I was crazy when I was uh, when I was in the hospital a few months ago about my, with my accident. It was like, dude, I get the chance to practice what I preach. I'm telling people like, yo, don't let your your, your environment affect you, your trauma, and everything you're going through. Uh, um, you gotta work on it. You gotta go through it. You gotta you gotta just do the necessary things to make sure you're better. I, you wouldn't even tell that I was in an accident three months ago the way that, that yo, I got a friend that went through the same type of accident who got the same injuries the same type if I show you I'll um, send it to you later he's yeah. still trying to recover from that stuff because he's going through mental stuff and he's trying to get through it and it's just like that mental toughness that mental just dealing with all of that stuff you have to learn the skills and to actually go on head with it like people and what you said about the motivational thing is so key, man. I I, I just want to see all these motivational speakers out here. And I have no no angst against them. I don't got nothing against them. Just let me see y'all go through something to see if y'all going to be preaching the same. Because it's easy to preach certain words like, oh, yeah, you could do this. Let's see you go through it and talk the same way you talk about stuff when you're actually going through it. Yeah, I mean, because truth be told, like, you can tell when... 
when when the story don't add up in people's tone. Like when you come from a certain cloth, you can just kind of see through people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and I don't know. I think that's just with me personally. I just see through most of that stuff. Like <laughs> I can tell when that experience you just you know talked about or spoke on, you didn't go through that for real. You probably had somebody who went through that and just mm-hmm. told you. Or you know, because it doesn't come off as genuine. Mm-hmm. You, a lot of people don't tap into when you tap into who you are. When you really know you, you can kind of see through a lot of other people who be in <laughs> You see, yo, you, you see it. it. Like I've, I've been there before. I've been, I've run it before. Every, I've been fake before. I've been. Me and my man, uh, one of my friends, was talking about that recently. Like you, you, the real you. Once you accept who you are and know who you are. Or at least you took the steps to grow into who, the, who you are today and you recognize it and you deal with it. You can see people who ain't recognized and dealt with the real things that bother them. So, you know, they act fake. <laughs> they haven't dealt with their real emotions. They haven't dealt with their real persona. They haven't dealt with, you know, uh, what's really inside of them. So everything outside of them just seems whack. It seems fake. It seems corny. It seems disingenuous because it's coming from a place that's that's not real that's a fact that now that's a fact you can you can tell that the sort if you catch me now while we talking you catch me when i'm the camera's not on how i am talking to you is how i am period so i'm i'm not i don't have to think of what i'm about to say because i are i'm i lived it (laughs) like i can't even leave out certain parts because i forgot about but i lived it so i don't have to like remember anything <laughs> like like I don't have to remember it that's why you can tell like who a, a dude that been in the streets and a dude that haven't they don't have to to push the street on you it's like oh I know like like you, you can tell what, what a person been through and like I said that one of the things I pride myself on is try to go into these dark places with people and like understand at their core who they is like I don't care what you're showing me let me see what you really who you really are because you'll never be able to attain your best self pretending to be somebody else never <laughs> never you would never even if you try entrepreneur endeavors if you try to do certain things if it's not you at who you are at the core it would never be to the full you'll have some moderate success but yeah, it will never be crazy, to your like, full. We, we also live in a day and time now where you can do that you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? i think a lot of people we, we low-key still stuck in our traditional senses and traditional ways of being and tra- we're listening to traditionalists as far as our parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, but this is a new time. This is a new yeah, age, a new era. Like, you can do what you want to do and be paid for it and monetize mm-hmm. But what we missed the step in, right, is, is the process. <laughs> being mentally healthy, being financially stable, being happy in relationships, living your best life, all of these little acronyms and, and, and shit like that, these mantras, yo, you, you gotta deal with the shell first. You gotta deal with you first. Mm, yeah. Before you attain any success in what you wanna do in life or be an entrepreneur or be your own boss, whatever. You gotta work on you first. You gotta be healthy first. You gotta be you gotta know, you know, if I get into it with this person, you gotta know how you're gonna react. You gotta know you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get into these spaces and still don't know themselves. That's why they look goofy when they get the money or get the bag. That's why they look goofy when they get the opportunity because they never took the time. They they faked it until they made it and they still fake. 
and and I'm not even trying to promote anything right here. This is the this at the core of why I started doing my coaching, and it, and it, it focuses on three areas: it's professional, um, um, personal development, and then it goes into professional development, and then it goes into product. The first part of it is per, is personal. Like you got to develop who you are first before you even step into the other two. You can't build businesses and stuff around fake. <laughs> like you won't right. even know the next step. Because you're you're being fake, but once you develop that first uh, foundational piece, like you said, going into uh, developing that core of who you are, all the other stuff come easy. I promise you, bro. I got millions and millions of ideas, and it's just because of me being organic and who I am, and 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 knowing and taking that necessary process to figuring out who I am and going through my mental my mental train some of them trains that we just play in our head and we don't even understand why those trains are playing or going down these tracks if you never understand that you can't do nothing else because you still yeah, have you're not focused. You're exactly you're not focused. exactly and, and no, it, it's just only that but you just kind of like uh when you chase something too and everybody know this in life if you've been through enough things in life you can't chase what needs to be worked on in time, right? You can't chase happiness. You can't you can't chase the material things that's going to make you happy. You can't chase uh, marriage or a relationship and think that's going to fix it. You you can't chase these external shits, these external distractions. You feel me? You can't chase this shit and think that you're going to be okay when you go to bed at night because you're not because you haven't dealt with the internal issue and, right and, you haven't dealt with you haven't dealt with the core part of you and people don't and realize don't don't work out afterwards, it, you know you start to attract that stuff in your life everything that people dog i wanted to be a good father so and i wanted to be in my children's lives and I'm in because I attracted that. I attracted a female who didn't wasn't on no crazy nut stuff, who wasn't on no no mess that to keep me away from my kids. She even said it like, if we going through it, I'm dropping them to you. You deal with that. She's not going to try to keep me from that. I'm with a woman that 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 attracts the type of person that I want to be. She understands my vision, my goals, and all of that stuff. Now, mind you, what if I was on a different path? What if I was doing? I would attract that. And no offense, that's how people get into bad relationships because they are bad in the Corbin, and yeah. if once once you start to become good at who you are, you will, will attract success, all of that stuff into your life because I'm gonna tell of you who this you now. is. I'm gonna tell you this now. You know, manifestation is real, and you got to self check. Like when you really sit down, because life sometimes can be a blur. When you sit down and you reflect on all the shit you've been doing and, and how you've been moving mm-hmm. and things of that nature, and you see like, whoa, like. That's not even me. That's mm-hmm. not even who I am. That's not. Hold. Let me. Let me check. Hold on. Let me sit down for a minute. Let me. Let me tune up and see what's going on inside of me, and why am I doing what I'm doing? Why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking? Why am I attracting what I'm attracting? Mm-hmm. You know. And sometimes uh, that takes <laughs> a lot of self-evaluation, reevaluate. You feel me? Re-strategize. You, you got to just like your car need to tune up. Mm-hmm. People need tune ups. <laughs> tune up who we are, man. To tune up and, and be wise and be smart and, and really be comfortable 
uh, not lowering our, our standards or, you know, not lowering ourselves because we letting our emotions get the best of us. And that's what that's that's really what the mental advocacy is about. It's about being emotionally and mentally aware, spiritually aware, so that you can take care of the physical you. You know what I mean? The the head, the 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 body follow the head. If your head ain't right, then your movement ain't gonna be right because all that stuff in your brain. And, th- and that was another reason why I started diving into. It. I'm like, dude, you a smart dude. Why are you finding yourself? Um, and that's me being frank, robbing people and just getting in, stealing, just doing all of this stuff that being almost fighting your fiance. Like, what are you doing that? That, that is causing you to behave this way. You're not. I'm not not calling anyone dumb, but you're not. You're not in the not known of or ignorant. There we go. You're not. You're not ignorant. that <laughs> Right to be making certain decisions, but that's because I didn't have mental clarity as to who I am and what I was doing. I was just yeah. doing. Yeah, impulsive behavior. I think we all got to check that. Like that's a that's a daily struggle, especially when. Uh, just as we got as much access to information and access to knowledge and other people, we also got uh, access at any given time to distractions. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that that can build an impulsive behavior as well. But the root cause of that, before you log on or before you pick the phone up, you you you're impulsive by nature with with who you are. You might want to fix that. You're right. You feel me? A lot of the things that we do. We never take into account or be responsible and say, wait a minute, why am I giving that my energy? Why am I giving that my attention? Why am I giving that my time? Why am I worrying about that? The, the shit that we question in our mind and think, excuse me, we need to write down. We need to practice about, practice our, our way of thinking and, and exclude those thoughts. Exclude those, exclude those impulses. Exclude those, you know, those triggers. Like, oh man, if I do this, I know I'm, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Or I'm gonna mm-hmm. deal with this person because I love them. Yet they make me mad. They make me smoke. They make me drink. They make me. You feel me? You looking? You looking for the excuse through people? Mm. You don't want to do that. You, you want to eliminate the excuses beforehand by dealing with you, so you don't deal with those kind of people. So you don't deal with those thoughts and things because you're not in the environment or headspace to manifest that, to deal with that. You want something else. You're thinking about something else. You're moving in this direction. You're focusing and garnering your attention on that. By dealing with you, you're focused. You're dealing with yourself. So you're focused on things that's positive and productive. That's you true. And you don't got time. Else, and you focus on everybody else's life and wave. Then you're gonna. You're not focused on you. And that's where everybody get confused. And fuck their life up and they bag up ultimately. Yeah, and I was just about. That's what I was headed there too. I'm like, you. I don't have time to focus on other people and they they problems because I'm so focused on fixing me or 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 making sure I'm in a clear space of mind. Like when you when you really focused on you and your purpose and what you was called here to do, you don't have time to be worried about this person and that person. Because you, you, like you you don't you don't even care that much. I don't even care about certain things that people care about. It's like, why do y'all even care so much about that? <laughs> and that was one of the reasons why it was hard for me to work a job and I knew I was meant for entrepreneurship is because people would take I remember one time when I was at McDonald's and um it was they, we was running out of buns and we didn't have no hamburger buns and they we were I was with them stressing myself out like oh my god what are we gonna do and then I'm like dude this is a job why do you care this much 
Like it's not this is a job at the end of the day. They will fire, replace you, and move on like you never existed. Why do you care so much about what's going on? But by doing that, I I want I started detaching myself from employment opportunities, and it was like you know what. I need to be in a space where I can make money, like you said, get the bag while I'm focusing on being my best self. And it, it brought me to the path of yeah, entrepreneurship and trying to help people. Thank God we live in an era where you can do that now, man. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, last before we wrap up, you know, uh, I just want everybody to know that uh, to be mentally stable, you know, takes time. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. It's not overnight. It's not done in one week, one day. It's not done in nobody's motivational seminar or speech. You know, it's not done in a year. It's not done through through therapy over and over. At the end of the day, those are just resources to help you deal with the problem that you have to deal with. You feel me? Everybody else is a guide. Everybody else is helping you through what you ultimately have to deal with, not anybody else. So I want everybody to get out of the excuse mindset stop blaming everybody around them stop blaming uh childhood traumas or midlife crises everything is about dealing with you so that you can purposely help other people without being disingenuous without it just being about money you actually want to help people doing what you do doing what you love right because you spread love through what you do so if you do you you love you and you care for you ultimately you'll care for other people you'll have love for other people you won't be spiteful or envious or jealous because you love who you are and who you becoming you know so you know go ahead and wrap up man and let everybody know uh, your socials and where they can find you and things of that nature um just to piggy off before i uh give you guys all my information i want to say like you just said man it's a daily battle don't think it's uh, yes, once you fix something, you're going to be fixed. You all, it's always room for improvement, and you'll be able to fix yourself to, to, for the rest of your life until you die. It'll always be a daily um, battle. It's just like washing up. You don't wash it one time and then you clean. You got to keep doing it every single day, <laughs> so that way you can do it. I write in my journal every morning. I, I make sure to meditate 15 minutes a day. Not even on no. Um, I, I sit there in, speak, in, in peace and quiet with my headphones in, listening to whatever little meditation music I can find and just making sure my mental is in a, a good state every morning. We got 24 hours a day. You can spare 10 to 15 minutes just to be with yourself. Right. <laughs> you can. Like, it's Thank there. You. I do the same thing, man. I wake up in the morning or before bed. Uh, I, may, I may do it multiple times through the day. I, I meditate. And I pray, I meditate for like 15, 20 minutes, might pray for like another 10, 15, you know what I'm saying? And that's been my routine for a long time Mm -hmm. because I used to be waking up with no routine. You just going Mm -hmm. to work or you just doing what you're doing, you you parlaying or you you just active in the streets or whatever. But for the most part, you know, have a daily mindset, uh, a daily routine for your mindset. You know what I'm saying? I think that's very, that's very key. How you wake up and how you end your day is very important. That shit is like the basic you feel that's basic. I don't care how many arguments you had, whatever you had with your coworker, whatever. It's important that you wake up and go to bed with some kind of clarity or you got something off your spirit or something off your mm-hmm. mind. Feel me? Because you don't want to get in your own way and start a new day with shit that's been bothering you. You got to deal with it at some point. Deal with it at the end of the week. Deal with it when you, you know, gather different perspectives of how to approach the problem, but ultimately deal with it. Don't let it linger on, you know. 
cleanse yourself of all that dirt and baggage every day like you said like keep doing it daily in your routine and don't think you 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 at the end of the day that is going it's going to be a struggle every day every day ain't going to be easy every day ain't going to be hard you just got to keep waking up and going into your routine and eventually you will all have that mental clarity you can't you can't be perfect, but you can always be perfecting and getting to that point every single day. Um, and with that being said, you can follow me on social media at Reginald A. Howard. Um, you can follow the Black Mental Health Podcast to catch some more therapeutic stories. My new book, Suffering to Success, is out. Um, and I think that's about it. And and if anybody just want to reach out just to talk and just to, like if you hear this and you had some stuff on your heart, man. I, I I always say this is a no judgment zone. Feel free to tell me anything, and even I'm I'm sure with you they probably reach out to you too, man, and and just oh, get man. it off your spirit. <laughs> yeah, you know that's I mean that's kind of where uh, the show kind of stemmed from. It's really just a reflection of who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. I live my truth. I live my experiences. I always try to be as honest and transparent as possible. Because number one, we're going into an era and we live in a time where people not fucking with you if you're not transparent, if right. you're not really who you are. And you can only be as fake for so long. Fake phases out. Real don't phase out. At all. You know, when you genuine and you mean something from the heart, it phases out. And I just wanted to put people on who had a story, who had something positive, who overcame something, who who knows about business or been through business and they figuring themselves out while being a mom, while being an entrepreneur, while being such and such. You know, that's what the platform is about. It's offering a variety of perspectives in, in different walks of life and people's journeys. You know what I'm saying? I'm really interested in your journey of life and how it applies to the successes you have now, the successes you have in the future. That's what it's about. Even if you don't, you say you don't have any right now. Yes, you do. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm encouraging people to be ambitious. I'm encouraging people to be positive and say, "Hey, man, just because that you might not be with that person that on the internet or the person around you, don't mean you're not on the path to where you want a path to. Don't don't discredit yourself in this thing called life, man. Because the world do it enough for us. You feel me? Like give yourself credit, give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself props, because. We all know we live in a world where everybody just wants you bottled up and, and wants you vulnerable. It's acceptable to whatever um, emotions they can manipulate. You know, get your emotions intact, get your thoughts intact, get who you are as a person intact so nobody can take advantage of you. Facts. <laughs> you know. So I'm going to end it with that, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. We definitely going to chop up in the future. Hopefully be a guest on your show as well, man. So I appreciate, I appreciate everything you said today. We aligned because I was just thinking, I'm like, well, as soon as we get off, I'm going to offer him, man. I need you on the podcast. Talk, tell your story. I'm, I'm, I'm souping up for April. So you already got it live live on air. So you can hold, they can hold me to it. I'll have you on the Mental Health Podcast in the next, in the next few months or so. Okay, definitely, man. I appreciate it, man. Reginald Howard. You know, mental health advocacy definitely is a, a popular platform, but something that needs to be discussed uh, in this most genuine matter. You right. know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you coming on, bro. Uh, look forward to having you on in the future, man. You know, Ignorance of the Podcast.